Good afternoon, everyone. Hello, this is Minister Macmillan. Praise the Lord. Let's give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Father, we give you all praise and honor and glory. We thank you, Almighty God, for this day. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for watching over us and keeping us throughout the night and this day. Father, we ask, Almighty God, that you go before us today and make all our crooked paths straight. We ask, Lord, that you lead us and guide us each and every day. And Father, today we lift up this word to you, and we ask you, Almighty God, to be with us in this word, guide us in this word, and show us, Almighty God, how to take this word and utilize it in our lives today and every other day. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, Yeshua Mashiach. Amen. Okay. Today we're going to start right off with our Hebrew words. Okay. Now, the first Hebrew word is going to be pull. And the word for that is limshach. L-I-M-S-H-O-C-H. The next word is going to be pumpkin. Delaat. Delaat. D-L-A hyphen A-T. The next word will be puppet. Bubat at kat. Bubat al kat. B-O-O-B-O-T. A-L-C-H-O-O-T. That's three words. B-O-O-B-O-T. That's the first word. A-L, second word. Cot. C-H-O-O-T. All right. The next word we are going to learn is purple. Sag-O. Sag-O. S-A-G-O-L, Sagol. Next word we're going to learn is puppy. Kalv-Lav. Kalv-Lav. K-L-A-V-L-A-V. The next word we're going to learn is purse. Teak. T-I-K. And finally, the last one is push. Liketh. 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 L-I-D-C-H-O-F. Liketh. Okay. All right, now we are going to move on into some fun factors today. Okay, fun factors. Well, the last time we did fun facts, um, we left off at... Hmm... 
you know, I, I, I think it was Rhode Island, okay, so today we're going to pick up at South Carolina, so the capital and the nickname, so Carolina's capital is Columbia, and their nickname is Plamento State. And then South Dakota is Peary, and their nickname is Mount Rushmore State, or the Coyote State. That tells us a lot about South Dakota. <laughs> okay, Tennessee. Their capital is Nashville. You all know that, right, everybody? And their nickname is Volunteer State. Next one is Texas, and its capital is Austin, and of course, it's the Lone Star State, right? Okay, Utah is next. Salt Lake City is the capital, and it's the Beheve State. Then we have Mount uh, Vermont, which is Montpelier, Pierre, Pierre, Montpelier. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Mount P. Lear. And its nickname is the Green Mountain State. Then there's Virginia, which Richmond is the capital, and Old Dominion State, or the Mother of States. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> oh. Okay, next is Washington. The capital is Olympia, and it's known as the Evergreen State or the Chinook State. Next is West Virginia. Charleston is the capital, and it's called the Mountain State. That's its nickname. Next is Wisconsin. Madison is the capital, and its nickname, nickname is the Badger State. And last is Wyoming, and the capital of Wyoming is Cayenne, and its nickname is the Equality State. Okay, so that's, that's it for our fun factors today. All right, now, later on in this segment, after we finish our reading, I will have something for the children. But before we start our reading, we're going to hear a word from our sponsor. a program that you would like to start. Perhaps you've given it some thought, or perhaps you've started, but you're running into problems. Why not give Anchor Podcasting a try? You know, Anchor has many tools that you can use. They have tools like unlimited hosting, automatic distribution. They have listening support, and they have auto and record. They even have it that you can go back and you can change things that's in your program 
that you are not really sure about or maybe you just don't want it in there. You can always delete it, take it out, add something new. So these are some of the things that Anchor allows. So give them a try today and see. Okay, we're back, everyone. God, my heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise even with my glory. Awake, posture and heart. I myself will wait, awake early. I will praise thee, O Lord, among the people, and I will sing praises unto thee among the nations. For thy mercy is great above the heavens. And thy truth reaches unto the clouds. Be thou exalted, O God, above the heavens, and thy glory above all the earth, that thy beloved may be delivered. Say with thy right hand and answer me. God has spoken in his holiness. I will rejoice, I will divide Shikam and, and merit out the valley of Shukoth. Gilad is mine, Menezah is mine, Ephraim also is the strength of my head, and Judah is my lawgiver. Moab is my washpot, over Edom will I cast out my shoe. Over Philistia will I triumph, who will bring me into the strong city, and who will lead me into Edom. What not thou, O God, who has cast us off, and will not thou, O God, go forth with thy host? Give us help for trouble, for vain is the help of man. Through God we shall do valiantly, for he it is that shall tread down our enemies. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. And that is the truth. We will tread down our enemies. Amen. Okay. All right, we're going to now go into let's see Psalms one oh nine. And Psalms one oh nine is an individual complaint. Okay. Let's see now. 
I am going to stop just for a second. I need to elevate this book a little bit. There we go. Much better. Okay. Hold not thy peace, O God, of my praise. For the mouth of the wicked and the mouth of the deceitful are opened against me. They have spoken against me with a lying tongue. They compass me about also with words of hatred and fought against me without a cause. Now, how many of you out there have dealt it with this situation? You know you haven't done anything, yet somebody is accusing you of something, or somebody has cleverly involved you into something that you have really nothing to do with at all. And turns out they made it to look like the whole thing was you. Yes, similar to David here. For my love, they are my, for my love, they are my adversaries, but I give myself unto prayer. And they have rewarded me evil for good and hatred for my love. Okay? This could be people that you know. People, family, friends, people at your job. And they have rewarded me evil for good and hated hatred for my love. Set thou a wood wicked man over him and let Satan stand at his right hand. When he shall be judged, let him be condemned and let his prayers become sin. Let his days be few and let another take his office. Let his children be fatherless and his wife a widow. Let his children be continually vagabonds and beg and let them seek their bread also out of their desolate places. Let the extraordinaire, the extortioner, catch all that he hath, and let the stranger spoil his labor. Well, this is some prayer. We all prayed like this. Our enemies would definitely not come near us. They'd stay back. But, you know, when you can't pray this prayer, you grab up this book and you look for this psalm and you begin to pray what you see right here in script and attach it to whatever it is you're praying about. And guess what? Hmm, yeah. The Lord hears it. <laughs> Let there be none to extend mercy unto him. Neither let there be any to favor his fatherless children. Let his prosperity be cut off, and in generations following, let their names be blotted out. Let the iniquity of his father be remembered. Be remembered with the Lord, and let not the sin of his mother be blotted out. Let them be before the Lord continually that he may cut off the memory of them from the earth, because that he remembered not to show mercy, but persecuted the poor 
and the needy man, that he might even slay the broken in heart. As he loved cursing, so let it come unto him, as he delighted not in, in blessing, so let it be for, from him. As he clothed himself with cursing, like as with his garment, so let it come into his bowels like water and like oil unto his bones. Let it be unto him as garment which covered him and for a girth wherewith he is girded continually. And let this be the reward of my adversaries from the Lord and of them that speak evil against my soul. But do thou for me, O God, the Lord, for thy name's sake, because thy mercy is good, deliverest thou me. For I am poor and needy, and my heart is wounded within me. I am gone like the shadow when it declineth, and I am tossed up and down as the locust. My knees are weak through fasting, and my flesh faileth of fatness. I become also a reproach unto them. When they look upon me, they shake their heads. Help me, O Lord my God. O save me according to the mercies, that they may know that this is the hand that thou, Lord, hast done it. Let them curse. Let them curse. But bless thou when they arise and let them be ashamed but they but let thy servant rejoice be thy adversaries be clothed with shame and let them cover themselves with their own confusion as with a mantle so i will greatly praise the lord with my mouth yea i will praise him among the multitude for he shall stand at the right hand of the poor to save him from those that condemn his soul. Amen? Amen. Okay, Psalms 110 is a royal, royal psalm. And again, this is of the kingdom, the priesthood. The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou at my right hand until I make thy enemies thy footstool. The Lord shall send the rod of thy strength out of Zion, rule through in the midst of thine enemies, and thy people shall be willing in the day of thy power, in the beauty of holiness, from the wound of the morning. Thou hast the dew of thy youth. The Lord hath sworn and will not repent. Thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. The Lord at the right hand shall strike through kings in the days of his wrath, and he shall judge among the heathen. He shall fill the places with the dead bodies, and he shall wound the heads over many countries and he shall drink of the brook in the way thereof shall he lift up the head 
Amen. Amen. Psalms 11 is the hallelujah song. Praise ye the Lord. I will praise the Lord with my whole heart in the assembly of the upright and in the congregation. Just want to say here, because if you've ever been in a church or anywhere with, where there's a service going on, a lot of times you go in there and it's so dead. There's no joy, no happiness, no uh, no glee factor at all. And then there are other ones where they get happy and joyful and then the service is cut. The minister wants to stop the joy now and let's let's get down to business. Let's let's pray and let's read and let's let's calm down now. They cut the spirit off. They cut off the Holy Spirit that's rising. The joy of the people is bringing in the spirit. People are joyous and they sing from their from their insides. Okay? And if you cut that off, then you cut off the spirit. I've had that happen a couple of times. And it was shown to me that man tries to control things all the time. Even in the services, he doesn't want the uh, joy to get out of hand. He's more concerned that the, that the joy is going to cause other problems when it doesn't. Okay. Verse 2. The works of the Lord are great. Sort out sort out of all them that have pleasures therein. His work is honorable and glorious, and his righteousness endureth forever. He hath made his wonderful works to be remembered, absolutely. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, and he hath given meat unto them that fear him. He will ever be mindful of his covenant. He has showed his people the power of his words, that he may give them the heritage of the heathen. The works of his hands are verity and judgment, and all his commandments are sure. They stand fast forever and ever, and are done in truth and uprightness. He set redemption unto his people, and he hath commanded his covenant forever, holy and reverent in his name. Yes, amen. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Amen. A good understanding of all they that do his commandments. 
His praise endure forever. Amen. Absolutely. Okay. Psalms 14. No, Psalms 12. Sorry. Psalms 12 is a hallelujah hymn. For it's a wisdom psalm. And uh, that is 12, and so is 13, is also, okay. Praise ye the Lord. Blessed is the man that feared the Lord, that delighted greatly in his commandments. His seed shall be mighty upon the earth. The generations of the upright shall be blessed. Wealth and riches shall be in his house, and his righteousness endure forever. Unto the upright there rises light in the darkness. He is gracious and full of compassion and righteousness. A good man showeth favor, and leadeth he will guide his affairs and discretion. And uh, he, I'm sorry, he will guide his affairs with discretion. Surely he shall not be moved forever. The righteous shall be everlasting remember, remembrance. He shall not be afraid of evil tidings, and his heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. His heart is established, and he shall not be afraid until he sees his desire upon his enemies. He hath despised, and he hath given to the poor. His righteousness endureth forever. His horn shall be exalted with honor. The wicked shall see it and be grieved, and he shall garnish with his teeth and melt away. The desire of the wicked shall perish. Amen. Amen. So does it really, does it really, is it really worth all that? That little bit of power and money that man is running after, is it really worth that? I don't think so. All right, Psalms 113 is a test, is a testimony psalm. Praise ye the Lord. Praise, O ye servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise be the name of the Lord from this time forth forevermore. So that's forever. Praise ye the Lord. For the rising of the sun unto the going down of the same, the Lord's name is to be praised. Day and night. The Lord is high above all nations, and his glory above the heavens. Who is like unto the Lord our God, who dwelleth on high? Nobody. Whom humbleth himself to behold the things that are in heaven and in the earth? He raises up the poor out of the dust, and lifteth the needy out of the downhill, that he may set him with princes, even with the prince of his people. He maketh the barren women to keep house and to be a joyful mother of children. Praise ye the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah.
Psalms 14. 114, I'm sorry. Okay. Psalms 114 is a hallelujah psalm. And Psalms 115 also is a hallelujah psalm. Okay. When Israel went out of Egypt, the house of Jacob from a people of strange language, Judah was his sanctuary and Israel his dominion. The sea saw it and fled. Jordan was driven back. The mountains skipped like rams and the little hills like lambs. What ail thee, O thy sea, that thou fleest? Thou Jordan, that thou was driven back. Ye mountains that ye skip like the rams, and ye little hills like lambs. Tremble thou earth at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of God of Jacob, which turned the neck into a standing water, the flint into a fountain of waters. Amen. Now, Psalms 15. Okay. Not unto us, O Lord, not unto us, but unto thy name. Give glory for thy mercy and for thy truth's sake. Wherefore should the heathen say, where is now their God? But our God is in the heavens. He hath done whatsoever he hath pleased. Their idols are silver and gold. The work of man's hands, they have months, but they speak not. They have mouths, but they speak not. Eyes have they, but they see not. They have ears, but they hear not. No noses have they, but they smell not. They have hands, but they handle not. Feet have they, but they walk not. Neither speak they through their throat. They that make them are like unto them, so is every one that trusteth in them. O Israel, trust thou in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. O house of Aaron, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. Yea, that fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. The Lord hath been mindful of us. He, was, he will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless them that fear the Lord, both small and great. The Lord shall increase you more and more, you and your children. Ye are blessed of the Lord which made heaven and earth. The heavens, even the heavens, are the Lord's, but the earth has he given to the children of men.
The dead praise not the Lord, neither any that go down into silence. But we will, but we will bless the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. Praise the Lord. Okay. Psalms 116. Now, Psalms 116 is an individual song of thanksgiving and a hallelujah praise song. Okay. I love the Lord because he hath heard my voice and my supplications, because he has inclined his ear unto me. Therefore will I call upon him as long as I live. The sorrows of death compass me, and the plans, pains of hell get hold upon me. I found trouble and sorrow. Then called I upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I beseech thee, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Yea, our God is merciful. Now you see, this is what I just said yesterday. It's very simple. People be in trouble and they call on the Lord. They don't know anywhere else to go or to do. And they, they remember what they heard from somewhere, someone. And they call on the Lord. And that's when they're heard. And that's when some people begin to walk with the Lord. But all that time before then, they weren't because they didn't know. The Lord preserveth the simple, and I was brought low, and he helped me. See? Return unto thy rest, O my soul, for the Lord hath dealt bountifully with thee. For thou hast delivered my soul from death, my eyes from tears, and my feet from falling. And I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I believed, therefore have I spoken. I was greatly afflicted. I said in my haste, all men are liars. What shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits towards me? I will take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. And I will pray, pray I will pay my vows unto the Lord now in the presence of all his people. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. O Lord, truly I am thy servant. I am thy servant, and the son of thy handmaiden. Thou hast loosened my bonds. I will offer to thee the sacrifices of thanksgiving, and I will call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows unto the Lord now in the presence of his people, in the courts of the Lord's house, in the midst of thee. O Jerusalem, praise ye the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Now we're going to do Psalm 17, and then we are going to uh, stop. <laughs> Actually, Psalm 17, Psalm 17 is pretty short. <laughs> so maybe we'll do Psalms uh, 17 and 18. Okay.
Oh, praise the Lord, all ye nations. Praise him, all ye people. For his mercy kindness is great towards us, and the truth of the Lord endure forever. Praise ye the Lord. Okay. I think this is probably the, the second smallest uh, second smallest verse in the Bible because Jesus' weapon is the smallest. Okay. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Psalms 118, which is an individual song of thanksgiving and hallelujah. <clears throat> so it's good that we didn't stop at 17 because we would have missed 18 so all of these are hallelujah psalms okay okay oh give thanks unto the Lord for he is good because his mercy endure forever let Israel now say that his mercy endure forever let the house of Aaron on now say that his mercy endure forever. Let them now that fear the Lord say that his mercy endures forever. I called upon the Lord in distress, and the Lord answered me and set me in a large place. The Lord is on my side, and I will not fear what his, what can man do unto me. The Lord taketh my part with them that help me, Therefore shall I see my desire upon them that hate me. Amen. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. Absolutely. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. Whew. Hallelujah. Absolutely. All nations come past me about, but in the name of the Lord will I destroy them. Come on now. They compass me about, yea, they compass me about, but in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. Now, this reminds me of something today. It was on one of my Facebook pages, and they were talking about one of the actors uh, on television. Something he had said, sounds so good, you know, sound really um, uh, religious and uh, sanctified and, you know, and I'm not knocking it because he, he was being truthful. Um, but, you know, people say that, you know, they easily say they know God and they, um, they say things like what he said that sounds so good. But then... They back up stuff that we know is not good, okay? And I said, uh, it, it was about, <laughs> well, I have to come out and say the whole thing. It was it was about, uh, one, he was carrying a weapon. He was carrying a gun. And, um, you know, he was saying, you know, um, the problem with our system today is uh, injustice and, love is missing and and all those things are true uh, uh, but it has nothing to do with guns and at that point I was he I said to myself no 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 
because, you know, he mentioned God. And I said, well, hold up now. You saying that you, uh, you know, God is missing uh, out of people's lives and it should be in their lives. Absolutely true. But now you're quoting that and you're letting everyone, giving everyone the impression that you are a man of God, which, you know, I'm not saying you're not, but we all do these things and we don't think about it when we're saying it. You don't need a gun. No one needs a gun if you know God. Look what happened here. What did they just say? What are they saying in all these verses? Psalms 18. What what are they saying here? It says, It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. All nations compass about, but in the name of the Lord will I destroy them. In the name of the Lord. You can do anything. They compass me about like bees, and they are quenched as fire of thrones. For in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. He says it again. Thou hast thrusted sore at me that I might fall, but the Lord helped me. The Lord is my strength and song, and is because, and is become my salvation. Now, he's telling you here, when you are invested in the Lord, when you call on the name of the Lord to do something, not you, the name of the Lord, God does it. It gets done. You don't need a gun. You don't need nothing. You can stand right before your enemy who probably has the gun on that end and say, in the name of Jesus, throw down your gun. Or in the name of Jesus, your gun is empty. Or in the name of Jesus, you have no gun. Watch out of nowhere. Those things will come about. Now, I know some of you are going, oh, that's a fairy tale. Oh, come on, you'll be dead. Okay, you don't believe. You're not invested. Because when you invested and when you say something, when you speak with your mouth, it has power. It has power. That's why people who have that power don't say a lot. They listen, and they're very careful about what they say. All right, let's move on to 14. The Lord is my strength and song, and is become my salvation. The voice of rejoicing and salvation is in the tabernacle of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord doeth valiantly. The right hand of the Lord is exalted. The right hand of the Lord doeth valiantly. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. Declare the works of the Lord, not him, of the Lord. The Lord hath chastened me sore, 
but he hath not given me over in, unto death. Open to me the gates of righteousness, and I will go into them, and I will praise the Lord. This gate of the Lord, into which the righteous shall enter, I will praise thee, for thou hast heard me, and art become my salvation. The stone which the builders refuse is become the headstone of the corner. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day which the Lord hath made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Save now, I beseech thee, O Lord, O Lord, I beseech thee. Send now prosperity. Blessed be he that cometh in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you out of our house of the Lord. God is the Lord, which have showed us light. Bind the sacrifice cords, even unto the horns of the altar. Thou art my God, and I will praise thee. Thou art my God, I will exalt thee. O give thanks unto the word. O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Okay. We're going to stop here. And uh, we're going to pause for our sponsor, and then we'll be back in just a few. As promised, we are going to do our segment today. Um, we're going to be working on uh, our children. So, some of you. I know since this, uh, some of you still have your children at home, and some always have the children at home. <laughs> it's nothing new. However, um, I have quite a few things here that you can do with children. And one of the things that uh, I found that's great with children especially with older children. When they get a certain age, they start getting very curious. So I play this game called uh, finding. Some people call it hide and seek. Some, some people call it detecting. 
um, you can give it whatever name you want, okay? Um, you actually, what you do is you uh, take several items and you hide them. And then you make up clues to where they might be located. But you only give them one clue at a time. So let's say you put it under the black chair in your living room. So the clue might be uh, something black. Or the clue might be, I set on this. Or it stands on its own. Because you don't want to give it all the way at first. Um, you can give a color. You can uh, tell a location. So say, it's I'm, I'm located in the dining room. Say, and then they'll go looking in the dining room trying to find where the, what this is. Uh, and also to make it more interesting, you can use a timer. So they have a certain length of time to find the items. So now you may want to do each item one at a time. And then that kind of grows the anticipation. Okay, so you're going to write your clues down on the card, and then the kids are going to pick the clues out. And they're going to look for this item according to the clues. Okay? Now, that's one of the games. Then there's another game for inquisitive children. <laughs> you give them a pencil and paper. And you tell them to go to someone in the house and ask them about themselves. Like, what's their favorite color? Uh, who, what do they like to watch on TV? What's their favorite flavor? And then they, in turn, go all around the house. Say there's two or three people in the house. And they find out from those people what their interests are, what they like, what colors they like. And then afterwards, the parents interview the kids. Then when it's all said and done, everybody takes their paper and puts it on the table. And you begin to read out to each one what that one likes so that everybody can see Maybe you have the same likes or you have different likes. But it also helps you and the children to discover who mom and dad or who Sally and Bobby are. Okay? Okay. Now. Now, another game that's nice to play is what's in the bag. Okay, so you put a bunch of items in the bag. Now, if it's going to be food, then let it be a food bag. Let it be stuff that's in the bag that's food. And don't put anything in there that's not. Because, you know, you don't want to mix things like that. 
But if it's not a food bag, if it's, you know, items, then put different items in there. And to make it really, really more um, interesting, put a, um, cover the eyes so that they can't see. And let them stick their hands in the bag and pull out the item. And let them rub and feel and smell the item to figure out what that item can possibly be. And then when they tell you what they think it is, you write it down. And then you take the blindfold off. You remove the item so they can't see what item they pick. But you know what item they pick. You put it in another box. And then you move on to the next person. At the end, you pull it up and you say, well, so-and-so, you pick this item. And so-and-so, you pick this item. Okay? All right. Now, if he gets the item right, you can really make it interesting by having incentives or things that you know the kids like. Like, uh, if you get two or three of them right, uh, that means a night out for pizza. Or you can have your favorite box of candy or your favorite snack or treat. Or you can have a day out with your friends. <laughs> okay. And I have one more here. Okay, um, okay, this is called the letter exchange, okay? So what happens here is a child or parent picks a letter, and the child, uh, the next person picks a letter, and the next person might be challenged by someone. To, um, to give a word with those two letters or three or four letters, depending. And they have to be able to come up with a word with those letters. Um, so you do this for about three or four times until someone can't come up with a word. Okay, and then you go all the way around until you have only one person left, and that's your winner. Okay, and that's it. Now, we also have we also have a section today on gardening. Okay? So I'm going to cover one part today and then tomorrow I'll pick up the other part cuz we're going to do annuals today. Tomorrow we'll do biannuals. Okay? So, Annuals are 
They are seeds that are sown and they come in for one year and one year only. And then they die out. Uh, um, they make great fillers for areas that don't, uh, you know, that really don't have any plants and that look kind of drab. They're great for uh, putting in those areas and they bloom very, uh, very vividly. Okay. Um, When you buy your seeds, make sure you buy them from reliable sources because there's a lot of companies out there that give you what I call duds or inferior. <laughs> so you want to you wanna check who you're buying your seeds from. Uh, so you have many annuals like petunia, philox, verbin, ornamental tobacco, asters, cosmos, sweet asms, stocks, lasper, uh, and the list just goes on and on and on. Now, you can sow these indoors and then move them outdoors later on. Um, and it really is best to do that because they do better when you start them off inside. Um, when you're sowing your seeds, you sow them uh, thinly. If you sow them too thick, then they usually don't manage to come up. Okay, so then you have others, other ones, uh, other seeds like petunias, Oriental tobacco, um, salpicolius, and porticaria. Um, they are very, they are very tiny, and they should not be covered with soil. A newspaper or a pane of glass covered over the pot or the box will retain the moisture and keep the light from the seed. Also see that the soil is thoroughly watered but fully drained before sowing. Now larger seeds are best sown in rows and should be covered with soil after three uh, after three times their size to keep out the light and prevent the pots from, from drying. The use of newspaper over the pots is excellent idea. Absolutely. Um, some people use uh, hay, uh, some people use, uh, uh, what's that stuff, um, uh, I'm trying to think of the other. Some people use leaf shavings, okay, um. So that's just some of the things you can use over those type of plants, and they'll still come up. As soon as the seedlings get above the soil, they should be given the best light conditions. Otherwise, they will become very spidling and weak. Okay, you want them to really soak up that, uh, soak up that sun. 
uh, good light and rather cool conditions indoors together with thorough but not too frequent watering should produce stocky plants. Okay, now we go to transplanting. Okay, seedlings may be transplanted when they're small. In fact, after appearance of several leaves, if the plants are become uh, crowded, they should be transplanted into boxes about three inches deep, setting them to three inches apart according to class of the plant and the time they will stay in the box. Transplanting is beneficial to many seedlings because it causes the root tips to branch, making well-balanced root system. Okay. Um, when the soil is warm enough outside, usually in the spring, you can sow directly in the open soil. But if you are tender, that is, they will not stand frost after germinating and should not be sown until late April. So if you're not sure, then don't plant them. Wait until late April. There are two methods of sowing, either in a well-prepared sheltered seed bed from which the young plants may be shifted when large enough or in position where they are to flower, except those subjects which do not transplant well, the bed system is best. If not sown thickly, they can stand until wanted for filling gaps in the borders. Many annuals need as much as 18 to 24 inches of space. In others of the dwarf character, no more than 6 inches. Some of the annual variations are better having their tops pinched off about 4 to 6 inches tall. This will make them bunch and as a result, they'll produce more flowers. And of course, they give you a name of a couple of them, like stocks and chrysanthemums and clocks and uh, cosmos, locksmiths, locksmiths, excuse me. Um, keeping seed parts removed, annuals soon develop full growth and hastily decline if their seed parts are not carefully moved. Many of them may continue to bloom throughout the summer if careful attention is given this detail. Okay? Um, and now we're going to talk about vines. And, and I think that is going to be pretty much close to it besides the cutting of them, okay? All right, the annual vines from an important garden adjust. 
The most important plant in this class is the sweet pea. Um, perhaps the next is value is the nas na nasturtrium nasturtrium which not only have excellent foliage of bloom I had those in my yard the morning glories they're very pretty uh, would be more value but for the fact the interior varieties are too often grown and excellent giant forms clear blue in color and are the market which for morning effect upon the garden fences a very attractive sight. The the cobia is rarely a tender perennial but does best shown in pots and starts indoors each year. The seeds are flat and should be planted edgewise. The flowers are greenish purple and followed by an attractive pods. Hmm. The plant makes a phenomenal growth. Another vine with inflated pods in the balloon vine. Although the flowers are inconspicuous, the balloons are born very freely. Okay, the, the cypress vine and the cardinal climbers both possess deep red flowers and fine foliage. The seeds of both are rather difficult to start, but if those of the cypress vine are scalded, there shall be little difficulty. The familiar hop, scarlet runner, beans, and gourds should not be forgotten. If one prefers something rather extraordinary and unique, the cannery bird vine, with its particular yellow fringe flowers and delicate foliage, should be grown. Okay? So those are some nice ones. And then they, uh, we go into how to cut them. Many of the annuals are useful for cutting because they have long stems and good keeping qualities for excellent color. Okay, they command... Mm, let's see. They command themselves admirably for arrangement in the low bowls, which are beginning to be used and are of such great value for proper loose display of flowers. Okay. So you can tell this is a very old book. Uh, I've had this for quite a while. As I said the other day, this is um, this is the garden guide, the amateur uh, garden's handbook uh, by Deltmere Gardens Books. Okay. Oh, I don't know how long, how old this book is. This is... Let's 
company probably isn't even in existence anymore. Yeah. My goodness. Ooh, this is old. Okay. So, um, yes, yeah, so, um, that is your annuals. All right. And... And they give you a list of some lesser-known annuals. And I won't go into that. Uh, there's quite a few of them. But most of them are hybrids. And they're expensive. Okay, and so that's it. That's our annuals. Tomorrow we will do the biannuals. All right, everyone, this is Minister Macmillan. Um, I hope that you enjoyed today's program. Let's bow our heads. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for this word that came before us today. We ask Almighty God this, that this word be utilized in everyone's lives today and throughout this entire week and their lives, Father. We ask, Almighty God, that you be in their lives, you guide them and you lead them, Lord, and be with them, Father. Remind them, Almighty God, that you are the great I am, the only God. Thank you, Father. This we pray in Jesus' name, Yeshua Mashiach. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Okay, everyone. Uh, for those of you who like to contact me, my email is macmillian75 at gmail.com. My URL is anchor.fm, Linda, uh, sorry, anchor.fm, right slash, Linda, dash, macmillan9. That's M-C-M-I-L-L-I-A-N, okay, nine. For those of you who would like to sponsor or donate, there is two buttons below. Choose either one that you're interested in, and the information that you're requesting will be given to you. Thank you for your donations and your sponsorship. Thank you for calling in or writing in. We appreciate you. And... For those of you who haven't written in or haven't called in, don't be afraid. We don't bite. <laughs> we look forward to hearing from you. All right. This is Linda Mac Macmillan, Minister Macmillan. <laughs> this is Minister Macmillan. <laughs> God bless and good night. <laughs>